Thank you for downloading the Inspirational Women of Portsmouth podcast. My name is Jasmine Bone and I am a Pomozzi Creatives non-executive board member. Pomozzi Creatives hosts the Inspirational Women of Portsmouth project and this series spends some time with some inspirational women who were nominated for the 2021 awards. Sheila, who was nominated for the Community Activism Award. Sheila has been the voice of the Women Against State Pension Inequality campaign in the Solon area. Her inspiration on keeping members informed of national and local events is second to none. Sheila takes the time to explain and give assistance to anyone that asks and is influential within Keep Milton Green. I do not know of anyone else that would be more deserving of an award for her outstanding achievement and inspirational to so many people. Sheila is my local hero. So that was a snippet taken from one of the nominations that we had for Sheila. Um, So Sheila, what was the last kind thing you did for yourself? Oh gosh, I think it would have been walking along the seafront. Oh, that makes Because that gives me so much solace. I love the sea. The sea is really important to me. And it's just so calming and it gives you so much solace, as I said. And whether it's calm or whether it's um, really wild conditions, it's still wonderful to me. And um, I think it's good for your general well-being and also for your mental well-being as well. So just walking by the sea and being lucky enough to live within walking distance of the seafront as well. It's fantastic. It's lovely, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. um, So what three words would describe your value system? Well, I would say kindness. I think that's really important, um, especially at the moment with the... the, um, pandemic, yeah. the crisis that we're going through, kindness to one another has never been more important really. So kindness, honesty, yeah. so that you can always know that you've been true to yourself and yes. to other people, and integrity, okay. belief, belief in, in what you're doing and what you're yeah. saying. Oh, I do like those, they're very nice ones. I always find it really hard to sort of describe your value system because there's so many words yeah. that... But I'm thinking also, um, I mean, I know this is all about the tribe that supports you. Yeah. So I'm thinking about the values that I think would apply to our campaign as well. So I'm yeah. thinking of all the women Aww. that are involved in the campaign. Um, so what have you learned about yourself in the past year? Oh, I suppose that I'm more adaptable okay. than I thought. Um, I think when you got into um, a sort of lifestyle where you could pleased yourself to a certain extent yeah. and then a lot of that freedom was taken away um, I would say yes definitely definitely adaptability and um, also it's given me opportunities to do things that I might not have had the chance to do before so I signed okay. up for some art history lectures online oh. and um, you know I've really enjoyed that yeah. yesterday I there was one about Frida Kahlo, the Mexican artist. Oh, wow. And that was just really fascinating. So yeah. that's given me an opportunity to do something that perhaps I wouldn't have done before. Oh, that sounds so cool. I love the fact that the universities like, offer everything online now. Um, yeah. What would we do without, without the internet? And I know, the, I know. People, yeah, people are always like, oh, the internet. But no, yeah. it's played such a huge part Absolutely, in yeah. everyone's day-to-day yeah. lives. Um, so, what advice would you give to your younger self? Oh, this is not a very nice one, but I would say um, never, never take what the government tells you as gospel. Okay. <laughs> Sad but true. Um, 
an example would be what's happened to us over our state pensions. Okay. Um, yeah. You know, we anticipated getting our state pension at a certain date. Okay. And then that was moved as much as six years for some people. Oh, really? Yeah. And, um, and we weren't notified properly. So, oh. you know, I'm not saying that we shouldn't get our state pension at the same age as men, but I am yeah. saying that if you change it, then you owe the people affected proper communication, and that didn't happen for us. That doesn't, that doesn't sound very good at all. Uh, would you mind sort of telling me a bit more about your campaign? Um, yes, so the campaign is to get compensation for women who were born in the 1950s okay. who um, have had as much as six years added to their state pension age. Yep. So basically it's um, trying to get compensation for our pension entitlements that we thought we, thought we were going to get and then didn't happen. And that didn't happen to us just once it happened twice because our, oh, we had wow. another increase in 2011 which oh. applied to men as well so the state pension age for men and women went up to 66 so that is okay. another I mean if you look at it in monetary terms a lot of women who planned for their retirement at 60 yeah. um, have got a shortfall of about 40 50,000 pounds in their expected retirement income so oh, wow. the government said it was they did it in the interest of equality to make us equal with men, Yeah. which is fair enough. Don't oh. have a problem with that at yeah. all. But you have to do it properly, and you also have to take into account all the inequality that's gone on before. So it didn't really happen from a level playing field as far as we were concerned. No. Okay. Yeah. It's very much... Yeah. They don't. People don't always realise the fact that men and women still aren't quite equals no, no. in society. They're like, oh, but things have changed, but yeah. Well, they, I, they I, have to a certain extent, but yeah. the COVID crisis is throwing up all sorts of concerns about women's equality, hard, hard fought mm. for and gained equality being rolled back yes. know, because disproportionate caring responsibilities and oh, homeschooling yeah. and that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah. So I think you know, we're going to have to be careful. Definitely. How have you had to sort of adapt your campaign to working in COVID times? Well, Zoom. Yes. <laughs> Zoom has been a godsend. Yes. Zoom and also um, the internet because we've got a Facebook group. Okay. Um, for our local group and also yeah. the national campaign. Um, so we've been able to keep in touch. And also the national campaign has been um, submitting... Um, evidence to parliamentary select committees about the okay. impact that COVID's had. Because yeah. a lot of the women in, in our campaign um, are having to work longer, obviously, because they haven't got their state pension. Yeah. And a lot of them are in low-paid jobs, in front-line jobs okay. as well. Um, so it's had quite an impact. Yes. So, you know, we've been, we've been trying to keep the campaign going in the light of the COVID crisis as well. Okay, yeah, no, it's important that these things keep going, isn't it? And Absolutely, not, yes. they're, they're often a solace for yeah. people, so, yes. yeah, it's yeah, great that you've we been We've found that within our own group, there are women who um, perhaps live on their own, or yeah. they've had to sell their homes to move and move because they haven't had their state pension, um, they've had mental health issues, so <gasps> that we are quite a good support network yeah. for those women. Oh, yeah, no, that must be very nice for them. Um, so if I could pay for your post-lockdown meal out and you could invite any three people you wanted, who would you invite and where would you go? Oh, right, well, <laughs> I'm trying to think who could influence our state pension situation. So I think I'd have to say 
Um, Therese Coffey, who's the Secretary of State for yeah. Work and Pensions. Okay. She completely ignores our campaign. Oh. So I think possibly with some good food and wine, you know, she, she might, might be... She might listen. She might be a bit more amenable, <laughs> yes. That's what I would hope. Um, secondly, I think um, Barbara Castle, who was a, a formidable Member yes. of Parliament... From, I think, 1945 to 1979. Okay. So she was in Parliament for a long time. Very yeah. distinctive red hair. Yep. And she pioneered the Equal Pay Act. Okay. So um, I'd like to invite her because I'd like to get her opinion on how things have moved on since the Equal Pay Act. Yeah. What she thinks has, you know, happened since yeah. then. And um, I think she might sort of be an ally with me against oh. Therese, trying to yes. persuade Therese that we want our state pensions or we, we want our compensation, shall yes. we say. Yeah, we can bring her around. Yes, yeah. <laughs> um, and then the third person I thought about a lot, I and mean, there's so many people that you can choose. Oh, definitely. But I thought, um, Herbert Ayrton. Okay. Who was born in Portsea, yep. 1854. Um, another wonderful woman who... Um, Became an engineer against all the odds. Oh, wow. Um, she was involved in the suffrage movement. Yep. And she invented a device to disperse gas in the trenches in the First World War. Oh, wow. And she was also um, great at promoting education for women. Oh. So I think I'd, I'd like to ask her for along because um, she'd be fascinating to have a conversation with. Oh, definitely, yeah. yeah and if I could just say one more person. Oh, yeah, 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 go for it, yeah. This is... Not necessarily to invite her, but I'd like the Scottish comedian Janie Godley oh, okay. to do some funny voiceovers afterwards. Oh, that, that would was, be fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she'd make a good job of that. Yeah. Um, but you asked me where, where we would go. Yes. Right, well, somewhere near the sea, I think oh, it would have to be. Yeah. So possibly the South Sea Beach Cafe. Oh, that's a lovely cafe. Or yeah. the Briny, which is on the seafront. Yep. Up by Sandy Castle, mm-hmm. um, but they'd have to serve a vegetarian menu because I'm a vegetarian. So. Oh yes, no, that would be a very big one. Places are adapting a lot to oh, vegetarian menus, yes. aren't they? Yeah, no, I'm yeah. finding that. Um, so, as you are probably aware, the whole Pomodzi Awards is all about who inspires everyone. So, who inspires you? Um, well, as you said, it's about the tribe, so yes. I would have to say the other WASPy women in my campaign, because a lot of, a lot of us have never been involved in any campaigning before, so okay. we've, we've come out of our comfort zone yeah. completely, and we've gone out there, um, we've spoken at rallies, we've spoken at meetings, we've lobbied in Parliament, inside and outside Parliament, we've spoken at council meetings, including at Portsmouth City Council, yeah. and the sort of... I suppose just the fact that they felt so strongly yeah. and that we bonded so well. Um, if there's one good thing that's come out of this, it's the fact that we've come into contact with each other. Oh. We've met each other and, and it's quite empowering to be, yeah. able, to be able to support each other oh, and to know that we have something in common and that on one day if someone's feeling particularly down, you know, the others are there to, to lift them up. Oh. So I would say... I would say the other, my other WASPy women in the campaign. Yeah. And one other person, yep. I would say, is um, Tony Benn. Okay. Because whether you agreed with his politics or not, he was a person <laughs> of principle. Yes. And he never, ever became personal. He no, always, yeah. he always um, lobbied on policies. He never, he never 
um, launched personal attacks, and I think that is really important. You need to focus on the policy and not on the person. And um, when he left Parliament, he said that he was stepping down from being an MP to go into politics. So, Uh to me, that says you can achieve a lot without necessarily being a politician. Yeah. If you work in your community or um, you volunteer... Now, there are lots of ways that you can influence policy yeah. by not necessarily being a politician, although you do have to work with politicians, obviously. Oh, definitely. But yeah, no, they're great people. It sounds really empowering, especially with your waspy women, yeah. just to be surrounded by such yeah. great people. So just to bring our podcast to a close, um, how can the listener find out more about you and what you do? Um, well, there's a, a national website. Okay which is Mm -hmm. waspy.co.uk. We've got a Facebook group, a public information Facebook group, and our email address is solentwaspy at gmail.com. And you can also find us on Twitter. I'm sure our listeners will be quick to jump on, find out a bit more about everything, because what you're doing is truly amazing. Um, So it's been very lovely to speak to you today. Can I just say one further thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You mentioned in my nomination about the Keep Milton Green campaign. Yes. So I'd just like to say that there's a wonderful woman who runs that campaign. Okay. Kimberly Barrett, I'd just like to mention her. And also, um, there's another environmental campaign in Portsmouth called Let's Stop Aquind. Okay. And that's led by two very strong and wonderful women. And one of them, Paula Ann Savage, is also a nominee for these awards. So I'd just like to sort of give Paula a name check and say thank you. Such great things happening here in Portsmouth. It's it's wonderful. But yeah, it's been very lovely to speak to you and find out about your story today and how wonderful and the things you're doing for our community. Um, So yeah, thank you. Thank you very much, thanks.